live. Welcome back to another Hero's Journey. I'm your host, Travis. Hope everyone's doing good. There is a heat wave going on in Los Angeles, a good old heat wave. So I'm having to keep two fans slightly on, but luckily this mic is pretty good. Oh, is pretty good at blocking out the uh, the wind sounds. So we will see how that goes. We are going to dive in to the new Space Jam movie, which we watched last night. And right away, I'm going to do a just a quick little review of the Space Jam movie because I think it was great. I'm giving it a Travis 10 out of 10. It's a 10 out of 10 because they really put some some effort into this movie. It was pretty insane. The graphics were freaking awesome. The graphics were absolutely amazing. The um, acting was great. The acting was great. Gotta give LeBron his props there. Did a great job. The dynamics between a lot of the characters are good. Like there is a very um, big scene at the end. I'm not gonna actually. This is a spoiler. A spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Space Jam, a new legacy, I believe it's called. Um, stop watching now. But at the end. Basically, the movie is a kind of about the son getting turned against his dad. And it's pretty intense how they approach this subject. And by the end, there's uh, Don Cheadle, who's the bad guy, who's basically tried to take his son, um, LeBron's son, and turn him against him. And kind of replace LeBron and Don Cheadle as the kid's dad. And at the end there's a great scene where LeBron and his son. who uh, Another quick tidbit. His son kind of is a little more into video games in the movie. And LeBron obviously wants him to be more into basketball. But the son um, obviously you know is kind of a gamer. He's making this one game. He makes a basketball game. They end up playing in the game in the movie. But at the end, there's a great scene where he's kind of, him and his son, who are paired against in the game, have a little moment where he accepts his son for being, you know, who he is. I think that was kind of the moral of the movie, um, being okay with being yourself. It's kind of a little taboo, but they did it in a really great way, I thought. Whereas LeBron at the end, like, you know, accepted his son for being more of a gamer and not, you know, a straight up just athlete like LeBron would expect. And at the and then there's kind of the end scene where they go to the camp. So this whole movie they're talking about he's gonna go to a basketball camp, his son, but it's kind of a secret the son actually wants to go to um like a gaming camp, like a computer gaming camp where you kinda learn how to make games and create the games, etc. So he goes oh we got Ian in the chat what's up dude talking Space Jam Space Jam a new legacy it's a pop off 10 out of 10 hit 10 out of 10 hit so he goes at the very end of the movie they drive to the area the spot where he thinks he's going to go to a basketball camp then the kid looks up and he realizes oh wait this isn't basketball camp this is the gaming camp what's up James Space Jam everyone's got to go see it 
Um, so the, the end of the movie, he the kid gets kind of tricked, not tricked, but he gets surprised and oh wow, my dad brought me to the gaming camp. And that kind of wrapped the whole movie up very nicely where, oh wow, like LeBron's kind of letting his son, huh, what up son? You said, you put what up son, James, right when I said son. Not much new uh, Space Jam, maybe we're doing a Trav review. Trav review. So, when I, and when I thought this movie also did very well besides that kind of main point towards the end about the father-son dynamic is the movie did a great job with kind of paying a homage to the other movie the first Space Jam movie whereas it's a very similar dynamic in terms of the supporting characters even kind of the battling versus evil it's a very similar script but what I liked how they kind of had a similar to Newman in the first Space Jam who loses Michael Jordan and then the whole movie is him trying to get him back and he's in trouble, etc. They do the same thing in this movie and it's done in a similar way and it's really funny. This movie also, kind of like the first one, breaks the fourth wall very intentionally and it's done really well. And they actually include a lot of the WB cast of characters in terms of sorry in terms of the characters WB owns and etc so they have you know it they have the it character in here they have all the characters from WB Iron Giant basically any movie that came out on Warner Brothers they kind of shoved in this movie which was pretty cool to see all these characters just kind of hanging out in a movie randomly. It was a little, not cheesy, but you could tell they were doing it just for kind of the shock value and to have the ability to say, oh, look, we had all these characters in our movie. But it was really funny and cool how kind of WB was had a mirror against its own studio and was kind of showcasing. And, like, there wasn't any... And there's even a scene where they ask Bugs, like, who are you talking to? Or, like, they're talking to us, the audience. So it's almost like a... When you break the fourth wall in a movie or a show, you basically talk to the audience. You show that you know this isn't just a movie or a show. You know there's an audience. Whereas usually the suspension of disbelief is that you're an omniscient god watching the movie and the characters don't know you're watching them. But that, I thought that was really cool how they how they went about that. I'm I'm really testing the Sony out here. I got about ten different light sources going on, as you'll see from that first clip, and a couple of them are matching. But we got the sun, a bunch of fluorescent kind of orangey lights. We have the ring light on its tungsten setting, and then I have these older, newer lights right here. But these ones. When I use the tungsten gel, they, it gets really green. So I end up just going no gel, but with a little bit of diffu diffusion, just to make it a little softer on the face. And again, with this mic, it shouldn't be uh, should be keeping those fans at bay. If it's not, I apologize. But now let's dive in really quick because I want to see what other people are saying about Space Jam because I really thought it was really good and 
interesting enough. Wow. People are hating. It has a 31% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 2 out of 5 on Common Sense. IMDb, this is kind of uh, unfortunate, a 3.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Wow. Y'all are some haters. Y'all are some haters. A lot went into this movie. These special effects are um, freaking amazing. And there was not never one time in Space Jam where you were like, oh, like I'm taken out because the special effects aren't working. The special effects were freaking awesome. So this is a bunch of Belonky right here. Okay, so, I mean, it seems it's torn, uh, you know. Out of 3,000 ratings, half give it a 5, a little less than half give it a 1. So it seems to be torn into 2. Now, as a creative person, as a creator, I understand this movie, how much went into this. So it's easier for me to know it's awesome and to give it a, a great review that it's amazing. But I can see how people are hating. I can see that. So let's see here. Malcolm D. Lee was the director. Let's see what else he directed. Oh, wow. He directed a movie with Martin Lawrence. Let's see. Oh, he directed Undercover Brother? This guy? Oh, wow. Yeah. Dang. So the guy who directed Undercover Brother directed the new Space Jam. Wow. And he directed Scary Movie 5. Okay. Yeah, this movie is, is very well directed. I mean, again, I got to give some props to LeBron also for doing a really good job acting. Like, there wasn't one... There was a couple scenes, especially like the end, like I said, where they had to have some pretty emotional connections between these characters. And the scenes weren't even that cheesy. They were done really well, and they were believable. I also need to check if... I'm pretty sure that wasn't uh, his real family in there. Let's see. There's, yeah, there's no way they would. Let's see. Because Dom, his son, was really good. And, okay, no. His son, oh, is in Modern Family and stuff? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it was funny how they, at first, you were like, are these really his kids and family? And then. Luckily, no. I mean, that would have been super impressive, but a lot of times that's, you know, kind of shunned against because not just because it's a little sketchy, but also, you know, you want professionals. It, it's kind of like that Clint Eastwood movie uh, where you had the actual people from that um, incident where they save people on a train, uh, kind of like a attack that happened on a train. He used the three actual people, and Clint Eastwood, I thought, pulled it off. And I I thought that movie was awesome too. That movie did get mixed reviews in a similar way, but Clint Eastwood doesn't really make bad movies, so that uh it still worked out. So let's see here. Oh god. New York Post said LeBron James film is an abomination. Good lord. Wow, okay, so there's some people really hating on this. Well, Space Jam 1 came out in 1996, so that's 6, 16, almost 30 years later they made this movie. Yeah, here it says over its 
near two hours, the film repeatedly mocks its very existence. Exactly, that's th that's the point of the humor, which the first movie did. And also in this movie, it's a lot about the algorithm is the bad guy, because the algorithm. It's in the movie again. Spoiler alert: people get sucked into their phones and have to go play this game. That's the final game of the movie. Tila and Space Jam, you gotta go watch it. Doing a Space Jam review. Have you seen it? It's free on HBO Max right now. So if you have HBO Max, I guess you can watch it for free. But um The the movie is super like I said, the the fourth wall is broken early on and, and that and the the fun of the movie is that it mocks itself. So it's interesting that they're getting upset that the movie is doing that. New York New York Post. And see they're saying here there's a where Porky Pig has a little rap battle. Which I thought was pretty funny. But they're hating on that. Yeah, so the the algae rhythm, who is the bad guy, it's an algorithm, it's a com computer program algorithm basically, who sucks people into their phones, they play the game, and if they lose the game they gotta stay in that world forever. But what's interesting is that Don Cheadle plays that character, he does a really good job, but it really is like a a very modern movie with how they take like the algorithm knows what's going to be great and then when they kind of diss his idea he turns into a bad algorithm and then still sucks them all in and they still gotta do what he wants but I thought that that was actually really well done and again it's it's so easy to be a critic you go try to make Space Jam 2 <laughs> you go try to make this I'm gonna conclude my review give it a 10 out of 10 it's a 10 out of 10 because all these other movies lately that are coming out that have a lot of hype you know and they and they say they're not that good like the new spiral saw movie i haven't seen that yet but supposedly it's all right and just you know when there's so much hype around a movie it's almost gonna fail because there's just so much hype but this movie i was very pleasantly surprised it was fun i never I didn't want it to end. It was just fun watching LeBron interact with these characters, these cartoon characters. Maybe there was a little bit where when he was a cartoon character, I'd rather him be him his normal self interacting with the cartoons. There's a good chunk where he's an animated character, and that is fun to watch, but the, the beauty of these kind of movies is similar to Roger Rabbit, where there's a real actor interacting with like a cartoon universe so that's always pretty fun let's see another reviewer oh wow CNBC says new legacy is a bloated mess with a shameless plug to other Warner Brothers movies hmm. everyone is hating they're hating hard alright fair enough I mean, Space Jam 1, though, at a, on this thing, Ron Tomatoes, Space Jam 1 is a 44%, a 2 out of 5. So I don't even believe these people because, I mean, Space Jam is a classic. That is a great movie. Any movie where you're taking someone who's not an actor, but they're like a big star in another, another thing, and you throw them in a movie, and they can even have any semblance of being able to pull that off, you got to give them, give them their credit. And so I don't feel as bad anymore because I didn't know Space Jam 1 had such 
kind of bad reviews. Some audience reviews. All right, Chuck Cook Mock. He gives it five stars. Me and Chuck can can hang out. He said, as a movie lover, I'm surprised to finally see a sequel to a classic. I never watched the last night. Well, <laughs> all right. Look, I have no idea why critics are being so critical. This sequel is a big step up from its predecessor. From hybrid animation to computer graphics, it's a whole new level for this generation as well. Precisely. This movie makes like Lord of the Rings look like it's ancient. Now, that's a, a stretch, but this movie really ties together animation, cartoon, real life into this new world where you're like, wow, this is very believable and looks looks great. It was extremely pleasant to watch. But honestly, don't let the critics be the judge. Be your own judge and go see this film. Great masterpiece of the Looney Tunes. Don't miss out. There we go. Yeah, basically half the people are giving it five stars. Half are giving it one to two stars. Jeremiah says, This movie was awesome. I don't understand why people hate it so much. This movie was so much fun. It was the original. It was action-packed. Incredibly funny. It's great to see LeBron have fun again. Let his son be himself at the end like I was talking about. Beautiful to watch. The visuals, getting to see a ton of different wor- tunes in different worlds was awesome. It's good. They actually put a lot of thought into his character. And I would react to certain things. Not to mention his death was heartbreaking to see his hearing. He would say, we did it to get the band back together. A lot of people are curious why critics are killing it. Yeah, that's... That was my point exactly. Tracy, I absolutely love this movie. Critics are trying to make this movie more than it was meant to be and nitpick everything. Or maybe they just hate LeBron James. It's a kid-friendly movie. Let it be the W work of art it is. It wasn't bad at all. It was nostalgic for me. Great scene characters in the 30s brought back to life in the 2020s. Love the graphic visual effects and how it's relevant to current times. Yeah, I'm, I rest my case. Critics are gonna hate. And there are those who critique and those who create. Be someone who creates. Get that on a mug or like a shirt or something. But, um, alright guys, I think we're gonna wrap it up there. My uh, Space Jam review was a little all over the place, but in the end... Go see this new Space Jam movie. 10 out of 10 on the draft scale. Visually stimulating. The acting for what it is is great. Again, LeBron does a very good job. Very similar to Michael Jordan's job. Where it's a little more of a timid role. But very believable. You're never like, oh, this is he's acting. And towards the end, very emotional scene. I think a couple tears came through. A couple tears. A couple tears. So, it's a tearjerker. It's a tearjerker. So, alright guys. We're going to call it there. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Peace. Peace.